BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds. TC, last night I was on with Wolf Blitzer, name dropper, and the focus was Nikki Haley and her announcement, and and as I've been discussing and we'll say more, uh, pretty impressive rollout from Nikki Haley, not sure where the lane is, but I was there to offer some thoughts on her announcement. Okay. They told me right before we went on air that, hey, he may also ask you about George Santos, some of the latest relative to Santos, so be prepared to offer a, a soundbite about that. The soundbite that I offered was one of wonderment at whether the partisanship in this country is such that even with all his baggage, could he ever be reelected? Because you'll remember in the midterms, there were a number of candidates who had deficiencies. And in the end, once they won their party's nomination, such as the tribalism in the country that that members of their own party, Herschel Walker, went out and nevertheless voted for them yeah. because, well, well, you know, yeah, he may have problems, but, you know, Pelosi and Schumer You're and, for the vote, not the man. Exactly. We vote for the laundry, as Jerry yes. Seinfeld might say. Well, for the last several days, a close friend of mine has been sending me emails and telling me about his sort of one man investigation of George Santos. And lo and behold, in today's New York Times, there is this a three person byline. Uh, I want to read you the first four paragraphs. When Representative George Santos of New York was 24, he did something that many millions of people do each year. He got married. That marriage to a Brazilian woman would last seven years. In that time, Mr. Santos began to lay the groundwork for a largely fictional life story moving back and forth between New York and Florida, working sporadic jobs that he later falsely inflated into a successful Wall Street career and navigating a handful of evictions. He would also date men, even proposing to one in 2014. By 2019, Mr. Santos was divorced not long before he launched his first congressional campaign, but the old relationship drew new scrutiny on Wednesday via a letter filed with the ethics watchdogs in the House of Representatives requesting an investigation into whether Mr. Santos had violated federal immigration laws. The request was made by Malcolm Lazen an LGBTQ rights activist and former federal prosecutor to the House Ethics Committee and Office of Congressional Ethics. Well, Malcolm is my friend. Malcolm is a former federal prosecutor who was also the head of the Pennsylvania Crime Commission. I think he's been working this from a thousand miles away uh, in Sarasota, Florida, and he joins me now. Uh, Malcolm, first of all, congratulations, because, you know, you, you really achieved your goal, which was to get this committee to take interest and take action. What got you started down this road? 
Well, Michael, you know, like uh, everybody else, I was following the George Santos, uh, you know, uh, saga. And, um, you know, I, I, I noted with s- some skepticism when I saw that he had been married. And, uh, you know, while it's certainly, you know, possible for someone to be, you know, bisexual, that didn't sound to me like George Santos. And so as the story started to unfold, I started to see a, a pattern. So, you know, the, uh, for example, uh, when there were revelations about him being a Brazilian drag queen, well, that was back in 2005 when he was age 17, and then obviously continued thereafter. And so what I saw was a pattern from age 17, you know, up to including the president, he's 34, of him viewing himself as a gay man, um, and, and and certainly recognizing the you know that uh, uh, he appeared to be someone who was looking to make a fast buck. Um, um, the uh, you know the, the the question was raised in my mind: Is this a sham marriage or not? And so um, um, even though even the fact that he was married. In a civil marriage in Manhattan, raise uh, questions in my mind because neither he nor his so-called Brazilian wife uh, was a resident of Manhattan. And so I, I furthered my search, and I found that there were no known notices or photos in print or in social media of him of them dating, uh, of their engagement of their bridal party, of their wedding shower, of their wedding, of religious nuptials, honeymoon, or the like. So uh, the, and that seemed to me to then start to raise a lot of flags. And, the, and the, you know, I can, you know, give you the rest of the story. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. 
Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. The Times says today Mr. Lazen does not claim to have any firsthand knowledge or clear evidence that Mr. Santos's marriage was a sham. Instead, appending a series of details from news reports that suggest that the couple lived separate lives, including the fact that Santos dated men during his marriage. In other words, you've sort of you've, you know, you've played detective on this using your former prosecutor mindset and you've just assembled that which is in the public record, which is a pretty convincing case that the whole thing was a sham. That, that that's essentially correct. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I followed this, was keeping detailed notes, particularly as they related to this suspicion. And, you know, I mean, it, you know, as a former federal prosecutor into, you know, fraud and white collar crime and official corruption, what you're looking for is a is, is a pattern. And so I was, you know, connecting all of all of these, you know, all of these dots. Malcolm, the the benefit would have been to whom? To the bride, presumably, right? Because she would be the one who would have obtained citizenship. Um, yeah. So the, actually, it would be it, it really the benefit would have been to 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 both. Um, you know, assuming my suspicion is correct. Why? So certainly, in terms of the of, of the bride, it would have been a one green card, right? And then number two, you know, citizenship. In terms of Santos, uh, it appears it may have been um, having a place to live. As we know, he had a pattern of moving into apartments and then not paying rent and getting sued. So this would potentially be free rent for him. Two, uh, also potentially, uh, it could have meant uh, being paid for this, you know, this uh, service to act as, uh, you know, an American husband, uh, for for you know and 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 he would have could have been he could have been uh, nicely paid for that service. Do you think there was any political if if what you're if what you're raising the suspicion about is accurate? Do you think that there was a political motivation insofar as he presents himself as bisexual, not gay, worrying maybe that if he's perceived as gay only, uh, that that's a liability? And, uh, no, I don't. Th- I think you know if you go back. To, you know, when they got married, which right. was in 2012, I don't think he had any of that in mind at that at that at that time. In fact, by the way, just the opposite. I mean, one of the things that I went and researched was, you know, was there anything in either of his two campaigns for Congress or, you know, currently in terms of his congressional you know, profile that, you know, that uh, advised that, you know, that he had been married and divorced? I mean, that's not at all unusual when one is putting together a, uh, you know, a political campaign to, to you know, to, uh, pr- you know, present that information. None of that was there either. So, you know, while it is true that, you know, that I, I certainly didn't interview the, you know, the, his prior boyfriends, uh, but I certainly did a lot of independent research. She refuses, she, the bride refuses any media inquiry. You say that in the letter that you sent to the ethics committee. So what now and what's the punishment if this is all true? Well, so my letter uh, was uh, uh, to the Office of Congressional Ethics, which essentially is is an investigative arm of the ethics committee with a copy to the ethics committee. So, you know, this is the, you know, the committee that has the power to investigate. Uh, and certainly, I've laid out a case 
uh, which is uh, easily verifiable, and for the Ethics Committee to take up. Um, the Ethics Committee also has uh, two very important powers. Uh, the first power is to subpoena, so they can subpoena the records of uh, the marriage, and in, under New York law, you have to have at least one witness. Who was that witness? Uh, you know, and, and, you know, you would expect if, you know, if one was getting married, it's going to be, you know, in his case, it would have been his, you know, his mother who would have then been living, his uh, sister Tiffany, uh, you know, and, and others. Um, uh, so it's going to be interesting to see who um, that witness was or if that witness had, was totally, you know, unconnected to either of the, of the two, um, of the bride and the groom. The other thing that they absolutely are going to be a treasure trove um, is um, to go to the United States uh, Citizenship and Immigration Service for her file. Because in the file, there's generally what's called a Statement 751, which is a statement by the bride and the groom in terms of their marriage. And so if the marriage was a sham, um, and, uh, you know, that, the, that would then be a violation of the immigration code, uh, which has its own criminal penalty. And then also, you know, ICE, which would, you know, which would be the enforcement, uh, side of, uh, immigration, uh, would have gone out and done an investigation. And certainly, you know, if there are statements that are materially false or, uh, oral statements that are materially false, that's a violation of Title 18, Section 1001, which makes it a, a felony uh, to, um, um, you know, to essentially lie uh, in writing or orally uh, to the federal government. Well, nicely assembled. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And in the end, of all the things swirling around him, it would be it would be interesting, Malcolm, if your detective work, if your detective work from afar would be like the thing that would finally unravel this guy. Well, I mean, here, here, here's what's interesting about it, Michael. And, you know, as an attorney yourself, you, you, you can well appreciate it. Uh, uh, a couple of the things that, you know, that he's been accused of, I doubt that any prosecutor would, would go after a number of the things that he's been accused of are relatively sophisticated white collar crime. So, you know, as you know, you know, it's difficult to assemble those cases. It takes a long period of time and it certainly that could play out for well over two years. This is a ready made and straightforward case. So the other um, uh, power that uh, the ethics committee has is the power to grant immunity. So in this case, since the bigger fish is George Santos, uh, the committee could grant um, uh, immunity uh, to the Brazilian wife. And, you know, that would, you know, that would, that would make for, I would think, a pretty open and shut case together with the statements that have been made by the boyfriends who Santos, I mean, you know, I'll just, you know, briefly summarize them. You know, Santos encouraged to one he offered to marry, another encouraged to, uh, you know, um, who, who was an American citizen uh, to uh, make some quick money by marrying a uh, foreigner. 
uh, you know, so, I mean, you know, the, the, uh, he, he, by the way, um, had one of the boyfriends uh, move in with uh, him and his Brazilian wife, introducing his Brazilian wife as his friend. So there's, there's, there's just a treasure trove uh, out there um, for the Ethics Committee and for the United States Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of New York. Malcolm, thank you so much for presenting this to us. It's really fascinating. It's really thank fascinating. You, All right. That's, thank that thank is, you, Michael. That's Malcolm Lazen, who leads the Equality Forum, as pointed out by the New York Times, said he filed the complaint in his personal capacity after consulting with an immigration lawyer. He served as a federal prosecutor in Pennsylvania in the 70s, later ran a state commission investigating organized crime. The Times also points out that attempts to reach Mr. Santos's ex-wife in New Jersey have been unsuccessful. The divorce cases in New York are sealed. What do you make of that, TC? I, I am not... My question is not, can he be reelected? My question is, how is he still in office? I do not understand this at all. I just don't. I don't care if he's a Republican or Democrat. I don't care any of that. Okay, I don't how get about, it. How about it's Malcolm? Crazy. How about Malcolm in Florida paying close attention and saying, hmm, spending a little time, right? He's he's like uh, C.C. Moore, the, the genetic detective. And he works the public record yeah. and, and he takes note of different, you know, he lays out a chronology in this ethics letter. Starting in 2005, there is credible evidence that George Santos from the age of 17 and thereafter viewed himself as a gay man. In 2012, he married and names the woman in a civil wedding in Manhattan. Neither resided in Manhattan. For that marriage, there are no known notices or photos in print or on social media of the engagement, bridal party, wedding shower, wedding, religious nuptials, honeymoon, or the like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Like, hey, Genius. the marriage the marriage was a sham. Yeah. And if the marriage was a sham, then potentially he engaged in marriage fraud, a felony under 8 U.S.C. Section 1325C of the Immigration and Nash, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So is that enough? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to finally say that no matter how much the tribalism might exist, uh, there's no way that he could be reelected, in my view, from that congressional district in Long Island and Queens. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. You know, as I was talking to Malcolm Lazen about his legwork in piecing together a case that George Santos may have participated in a sham marriage, the New York Post lead story, George Santos reportedly planning to run for re-election despite lies. I'm not leaving. Then again, he could be lying about his plans. That does occur to me. Would Republicans stick with him? When we discussed this last night on Wolf Blitzer, Abby Phillip pointed out that it's now a lean D district. I remember having the conversation with the newspaper editor from Long Island who said that initially it was such a a long shot for Republicans that most people didn't want to step forward. And that's why Santos was able to get the leg up and he had run for it previously. And then the uh, the boundary lines were redrawn, making it more favorable for Republicans. And because the midterms were generally a good cycle for the GOP, he was able to win. But the point that I was making is that the partisanship is such in the country these days that if he were to win the nomination, I think that he could theoretically win reelection because as bad as he may seem, partisanship is such today that people look at their own and they say, yeah, I wish we had a better candidate. But boy, that other guy or that other woman, you know, they're so far to the right or they're so far to the left And people end up towing the line and voting for their own without much independent thought. That's what I wanted to say. Uh, Janet, greetings in Pennsylvania. What are you thinking about George Santos? Well, I'm not a big fan of George Santos, but I don't understand why this marriage is a sham thing. Okay, the guy guy didn't have a honeymoon or a reception, although there seems to be a record he got married. Um, he apparently didn't live with this woman, although at other points, man you interviewed said that he did live with her, that he married, he may have married her to find a place to live and that some boyfriend had come and she was living with him then. I mean, what makes a marriage a sham? Are there requirements to you that when you get married, you have to live with the person or have a honeymoon or a ceremony? And as far as the fact that the guy's a liar, hell, think of all the people that voted for Trump and didn't give a rat's ass that he was a liar. It sounds, I mean, it sounds to me as if if he were your member of Congress right now, you've not seen enough that would cause you to say, I'm not voting for him again. Oh, I would, I would, I would never vote for him again, but I don't okay. understand this. Mary, you're, you're not okay. I get it. You're not. You're not. You are. You are not persuaded. Duly, duly noted. I have been wondering. Thank you, Janet. I have been wondering. We love. We love those who get off the canvas. I have been wondering whether at any point could the pendulum of public sympathy shift in the direction of George Santos. I do not believe that it can. But I've been at least wondering the question, because every time every time you see him, there's a swarm of media around him with microphones peppering him about, you know, another of the allegations. At a certain point, I wondered whether people would say, oh, my God, okay, we get it. He's a liar enough. Let him do his job. But no, I don't think that's the case. I don't think the pendulum swings in his instance. Michael, greetings in South Carolina. What are you thinking? 
Well, I'm wondering how how many terms do you have to serve in Congress to qualify for your, for a pension? Because I think that's the only reason that he's doing this. Is uh, I think he even told one of his one of his uh, housemates or um, boyfriends at one point that if you could get elected, you had a pension for life, and that's what this was all about. And um, and how long do you have to serve to qualify? For I, I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to figure I'm going to figure this out uh, because it's an interesting question. I I would TC already has the answer. TC, what is the As answer? As of 2019, members who participate in the congressional pension system are vested after five years of service. A full pension is available to members 62 years of age with five there. years of service, 50 years or older with 20 years of service or 25 years of service at any age. Yeah, there you go. Well, there, there, well, you, there, go. Well, there you go. There you go. He's 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 going to do everything he can to get five years in. I cannot imagine that he makes it to five years. Liberal Paul, speak to me about George Sand. So, is this the district where you were born and raised? Yes, it is. And let let me tell you something. I, 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 you're asking, is he ever going to get reelected? I'm asking, how did this guy ever get elected in that district? You, do you have any idea what that district is? I I I have I, I am completely unaccented at the moment, but that 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 uh, district is like you know Hicksville, town of Oyster Bay. It's Sebastian Maniscalco. It's uh, you know these guys. You know what are you doing? And the, this when I look at George Santos, I scratch my head and I say, how? Did this guy? But Paul, you're making face, Paul, you're making my point. Voice. It was it was Republicans voting for the Republican candidate. The North the North Shore leader is a I don't know if you knew this, remember this, or if it existed when you were a kid. It's a weekly newspaper. It's a weekly newspaper there, the kind that publishes community news that gets lost in the shuffle when we all go online and look at the same sources. The guy whose family owns it, himself, uh, a Paul in the area, was a guest of mine, and he laid the whole thing out as to what happened. It was perceived as an unwinnable district. Santos stood up and ran for the nomination. Nobody opposed him. The boundary lines were redrawn, but there was only two weeks left on the clock or thereabouts for someone to file their papers. Nobody could get their act together. He was in the right place at the right time, at a time when the midterms were largely supportive of Republican candidates. That's it. Well, you got to understand that that district, that whole county, when I was a kid, it was completely Republican. You couldn't get a job in Nassau County unless right. you were a registered Republican. It ran so deep. But the fact that this guy with that face, with that stupid sweater, with that voice, <laughs> that guy gets elected, that tells you how friggin' deep this partisanship is. Because most people on Long Island would take that guy and slap him. He's just not a fit for that district. He, I, I, if I were to tell you how these people would normally respond to a guy like George Santos, and the fact that they voted for him means either that this partisanship is completely pathological yes. or the Democrats yes. were completely incompetent. Or a combination of the two. Out. I got to run. Thank you for the got insight it. from, uh, no from your, your, home, your homeland. 
Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. NetCredit is here to say yes. Because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people.